Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Eight ways to have a greater impact in the world. So welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur episode. Going to share with you eight ways to have a greater, more deep, more connected, vast and scalable impact on the planet. Whether it's for your startup business, your scale-up business, or to live a meaningful life. So number one is going to be having a grand vision. Number two is going to be building a big platform. Number three is going to be facing uh, challenges and even doing big challenges on purpose like David Goggins. And number four is going to be uh, actually, yes, helping people at scale is great, but helping people uh, one-to-one is, is also very meaningful. Number five will be building a team around you. Number six will be setting up a foundation. And I'll share number seven and eight at the end because I think they're probably the best too. All right, so having a, a grand vision. My vision used to be start a business. Then it used to be get out of debt. Then it used to be make three grand a month, then make five grand a month, then t- 10 grand a month, then 20 grand a month, then get a Ferrari, then, you know, make a million pounds in sales, then make a million pounds in profit or net worth and blah, 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 blah. Now, those are, those are fine for you, but the world doesn't care about that. The world cares about how you can help the world. Your clients care about how you can help them. So when you have personal goals, you know, they're, they're self-centered. But if you can turn them into local and community or even national or even intercontinental or even global or even intergalactic um, visions and contribution, then you'll find you have greater impact and scale. So um, two or three years ago, I set up my foundation, the Rob Moore Foundation. Uh, Now, my personal vision, like I said, started with getting out of debt, making money, being a successful entrepreneur, being an author, being a podcast, hitting goals, yada, 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 yada. Um, And and of course, if you're interested in those things, you're going to be interested in me doing them. Um, But if you're not, you don't care. Uh, And and I realized that. And that's not about, you know, me um, doing something wrong. It's just people don't care what you know until they know that you care. And so I found once I turned my personal vision of the things I wanted to achieve into also um, a mutually serving vision, then my world changed, my connections changed, my scale and impact changed. So my personal vision is to help as many people on this planet start and scale their business and get a better financial education. Uh, And so now people can relate to that. Yeah, I want to start a business. I want to scale a business. I want to get a better financial education. I want my kids to get a better financial financial education. So all of a sudden, they're involved in my vision. Now, of course, I'm never going to help everyone on the planet, no matter how hard I try. But if I have a goal to help as many people on the planet, I'm going to help more people. Um, And then my foundation's goal um, is to help start and scale up entrepreneurs, uh, especially the young and underprivileged with meaningful businesses to change the world. So again, that is, um, it serves, um, you know, and it solves for humanity and therefore people buy into it. 
Okay, the second one then is to build a big platform. So if you have a vast amount of followers on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, podcast, you name it, then of course, you know, you're going to be able to monetize that pretty easily. Are you going to be able to have great connections, get great guests for your interviews, collaborations, endorsements, sponsorships, you name it. So I'm really looking to build my following on platform this year. Just hit over 16,200 followers on um, Clubhouse in what, two weeks? That's 1.6% of all the users in Clubhouse. Imagine if I had 1.6% of all the users on Facebook. That'd be tens of millions of followers. So getting in platforms early, I'm committing to do a TikTok video a day for one year. Are you with me? Let me know if you're with me. That's a commitment I'm making. Uh, I've sent five already to my video team. I'm going to do a couple more after this episode. So I'm committing to build a bigger platform. Now, um, I think they call me a mid-level influencer. You've got micro-influencers, mid-level influencers, and then, you know, of course, the big influencers. And I think the agencies will call someone like me a, a, a mid-level one. But of course, if I get to a, you know, a much greater scale of, of followers and subscribers and listeners and viewers, then, of course, I can get my message out to the masses. And then, of course, the multiple streams of income, the endorsements. Like I said, I'll list them out again. You've got sponsorships, endorsements, ads, connections, partnerships, um, I- interviews, uh, you know, collaborations, you name it, you know, the world is open to you. Okay, the third thing is challenges. The bigger the challenge you solve in the world, the greater your reward and the, the more useful you are to society. So instead of hiding away from big challenges, go and face them, demand them, say, yeah, I'll take that. Okay, we're in lockdown. Things are really hard. I'll take that challenge. I'll make the big pivot. I'll figure this out, even though other people don't want to do it or they're scared. Now, the next level of doing of of taking on big challenges is actually to do sadistic big challenges. So I broke two world records for the longest individual speech and then the longest team speech. Uh, and that they they battered me. The individual speech world record, I got out of body um, hallucinations and visions. I um, had migraines for a long, long time after I virtually lost my voice. It's st- my um, voice still hasn't recovered. If I speak for like an hour, I get really sore in the throat. But because of that, I raised um, hundreds of thousands of pounds for the charities I was uh, raising for doing that world record. We generated many hundreds of thousands of pounds in revenue for my company because that was hard. So think David Goggins. He's not just going to run a mile. He's going to run an ultra marathon. He's going to try and do the world record for the number of pull-ups. And he's going to cut his hands off in the process. Not actually cut them off. But, you know, like I remember seeing all the flesh off of his hands when he was trying to break the world record for the most amount of pull-ups. So if you go for big challenges, people will buy into that. My friend Jay Alderton um, basically box jumped um, the height of Mount Everest. He did a, a sled push world record. Things that are hard and challenging for you. Sir Tom Moore. I salute you, Sir Tom Moore. Sir Tom Moore, 100 years old. He went and sort of walked around his garden, didn't he? But of course, if any of you and I walked around our garden, we'd raise about six quid. But he raised, what, 30 something million because it was hard for him. We bought into the story. We were inspired. That's how you make a big difference by taking on big challenges and doing challenging things. Number four. When we think about great impact in the world, we think about scale. You know, we think about trying to reach millions of people or something that is scalable and leverages our time. Never, rem- uh, never forget this. Never remember this. Do remember this and never forget this. Um, really, to, to change the world, you help one person at a time. There's this movement called hope. Help one person every day. 
help one person every day. And I love that. So I've been committing to do that for a good few years now. It's not something that, you know, I, I, I sort of talk about on social media much, but I've done 15 minute one to one calls for years, either just for a few pounds on a stars donation or if people are really struggling, I'll do it for free. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, 27th, 28th, because there was so many. I did free calls for people who wanted help, who felt lonely and lost. Um, and so I'm trying not to lose touch in helping people one to one as my inboxes are full. My Instagram DMs are crazy at the moment because of all the traffic from Clubhouse. You help people one at a time. Hope, help one person every day. Okay, five, then build a team around you. You know, you can't do everything. Um, and entrepreneurs, they start by doing everything and therefore, um, you know, what is it? A jack of all trades, master of none. You should focus on things like vision, legacy, high key result area, high income generating tasks, building your personal brand, your following, your reach, your impact, all the admin, the finances, the, te the technical stuff, the systems, the software, the processes, the procedures, the follow up. All of that should be done by people in your team. I was talking to Grant Cardone in a clubhouse room yesterday, I think. Uh, and he said, look, if you're a parent and uh, you're starting your business, you've got to get help. You've got to get a nanny. You've got to invest in yourself to free up a bit of time so that you can obviously go and focus on sales and marketing. He wasn't saying outsource your um, parenting, but get some help. You know, those things that don't bring in the money yet, get help and build a team around that, whether it's personal or business. OK, number six, then, is setting up a foundation. So, um, I think I was 37 or 38 years old and I launched the book Money um, and that did really well in the UK. And I decided to set up my foundation and you know, raise money through the book Money from, for the Rob Moore Foundation, which is to help as many young and, entre young and underprivileged entrepreneurs on this planet start and scale their business. So I want um, uh, young and underprivileged people with meaningful businesses to get support from me um, into forms of grants and you know, backing them and mentorship and guidance and support and investment and resources and education to change the world. Let's be honest, our generation and the generation above kind of messed the planet up a bit and we need the young to sort it out for us. So if you set up some kind of foundation or charity or you do foundational or charity based work, I partnered up with the Prince's Trust. I'm a RISE board member there. I'm doing the Young Entrepreneurs Summit on the 6th of Feb. Um, so, you know, to inspire the next generation, not for profit, my, for my foundation, got three billionaires, massive celebrity lineup, Grant Cardone speaking, the founder of Gymshark, Ben Francis is speaking, UK's youngest self-made millionaire is speaking. We've got um, two MBEs for youth and entrepreneurship speaking. Um, and so that is probably my most meaningful work, which is making the biggest difference on the planet. And it's, I'm not doing it for profit, but it's probably going to grow my business um, even more and probably even more than if I was, had a commercial focus. OK, seven then. Interview great leaders and connect up with powerful people. So my podcast has been brilliant. I've interviewed 14 billionaires. I've just agreed another one. Um, and I've interviewed many of the, the most powerful, influ influential and interesting people on the planet. And many of those have become friends and connections. And so when you have a great network, you know the, re you know the rest. You have a great network worth. Finally, then do kind things regularly. So I think the more kind you are to the more people that you are kind to and you make a difference in their world, I think that has that virtuous butterfly effect. So, um, you know, when you're starting or scaling as an entrepreneur or you want to make a bit more money or you're not quite where you want to be, you can get a bit focused and obsessed on the commercial. I certainly have on the capital, on the income. Don't forget to do kind things every day. 
Um, you know, you make, like I said, help one person every day. Um, and, you know, those random acts of kindness and those donations to charities um, and the support and mentorship and guidance of the young, that will have this massive butterfly effect. You know, people aren't going to remember how much money you made. They're going to remember how many people you helped. All right, cool. So I'm told people like the summaries. If you're enjoying this episode, please do share it on your social media channels. Now, uh, eight ways to have a greater impact in the world on this planet. Number one, have a grand vision that inspires people and gets them bought in. Number two, build a big platform. You know, get, you know, get as many followers as you can. Number three is to do big challenges, solve big problems and big challenges. Yes, but actually take on big challenges. Maybe try to break world records or do things that are hard for you that other people can buy into. Like Sir Tom Moore, hat off to you, Sir Tom Moore. We've been trying to get him on our podcast, um, unfortunately. Uh, we haven't landed him yet, but if anyone can get Sir Tom Moore on my podcast, he's 100 years old, so he's only got about 20 years left. <laughs> All right, number four um, is to help people one-to-one as well as one-to-many. Remember, hope, help one person every day. Number five, build a team around you to do the admin uh, and the smaller tasks so you can focus on the bigger tasks. Number six, set up a foundation or charity or go and sponsor and donate and volunteer to other charities. Number seven, interview great leaders, thought leaders, people with big followings, connect up with them and then maintain friendships and relationships with them. Your network is your net worth. And then finally, number eight, never forget this, random acts of kindness, do at least one kind thing every day and that will have a a butterfly effect. It will spread. Um, And on the note of spreading, please could you share this message because, you know, impact creates income But also, people don't really care at the end of your life how much money you made or what your net worth is. In fact, when you you die, it will go back and disperse into society. But they do care on how many people you help. They do care on the impact you made and the difference you made. So please hit the share button. I love you all. Uh, And remember this, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.